When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Tonight on The Bachelor, why is Peter so weak? Is natural selection finally coming for him? Then, was Hannah Ann's crying real, or is she just playing all of us? Plus, why did Peter keep McKenna if he was just going to send her home five minutes later? All that and more, it's our most dramatic season ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay. And I'm Derek. And we are back after a um, crazy week, which we will get into later. This week has been a year. This week has been an actual... <laughs> no, this year has been a week. Is that how it's said? <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to say it? Yeah, no, honestly, this... <laughs> no, it is... This year has... No, I guess it is... This, this week, week has, has been, been a year, year, but it sounds more dramatic. I like it the other way. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, just a reminder, make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe. I know we have only had one episode this week with two uh, episodes of Please the actual give us show. A break. It's five hours. It's five hours. We had to do, um, we have to go home at some point. So, <laughs> so we decided to do one episode. So yes, rate, review, subscribe. And we have a uh, winner for the review for the right reasons. If you guys are new listening, um, we pick one review every week and that person gets a code to get a free mug from shopbetches.com. I think my favorite part about these reviews is the usernames. Cause every time that we call somebody's username out, they go, they're like, Wait, it, t- it takes them like three days to realize that that was actually right. their username. So maybe at the end of your reviews, I did this last time and I guess I just forgot to say it. Um, put your Instagram handle at the bottom yeah. of the review so we can contact you so you don't have to worry about contacting us and um, sliding into our DMs. V- we will reach out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll Slide reach out. There. Um, so uh, you can follow us at The Bachelor on Instagram and at BachelorPod on Twitter. Um, but let's get into the review. Not going to talk about Facebook groups. Oh, honestly, Facebook group. That I Super Bowl commercial about Facebook groups. I loved right after that commercial. There was probably like eight posts in the Facebook group that went. Why was the Bachelor not mentioned? Uh, listen, I, I missed. Loved it. I missed uh, the Super Bowl. I was flying back, mm. which we'll obviously get into. <laughs> I missed the I missed the Super Bowl entirely because I'm that girl. <laughs> well, uh, the review of the week. The review. Yeah. The, the get mugged review. I'm still gonna keep using that. Yes, we're gonna have we're having a fight. Get mugged. Wait, I mean, we should we need to do a story with uh, the two options: get mugged or review for the right reasons. What do people? Oh, prefer? to see what they like. Yeah, better. this or that. Okay, fine. <clears throat> this winner this week is Millie Pink. Hmm. Millie Pink. 
Great. Thanks, Millie. Uh, that, <laughs> the receipts determined that was a lie. So welcome to another episode of After the Final Rose. We are introducing our newest segment, Receipts. This is just like Maury's lie detector test, but instead of finding your baby daddy, we are uncovering the lies. First up, Victoria P. You claimed you only knew Alea for three hours. The trip to Vegas and wiping the tear, <laughs> wiping one tear she shed determined that was a lie. Next, Victoria F. You claimed you would not want to skydive with Peter on your one-on-one -on -one date because you were too scared. The instant pick of you skydiving determined that was a lie. And finally, Sydney. You claimed you were bullied and ate lunch in the bathroom in high school, but your homecoming and pageant picks from your yearbook determined that was a lie. Continue listening to The Bachelor for more lies uncovered by Mama K and Derek. You won't regret it. I love that they, this is the, you know, you want to give us some love? You're probably going to win a mug. Um. Honestly, I'm a house mother. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Mama K so much, and I love getting DMs and comments for, uh, that all say Mama K because if you know, you know. The youngest sorority mom ever. ever. Uh, okay, so Millie Pink, make sure you uh, will reach out to us this time. Sorry, us. but from but from now on, everybody, when you review, put your Instagram name in the bottom. Follow us on Instagram at the Bachelor and on Twitter Bachelor Pod. We live tweet and tweet and meme every Monday or Wednesday, depending on. I think they know that. How know. much? Hey, you help. never know. That's true. You never know. You just like our voices. Guess what? We do other stuff too. Um, okay, so let's get into the. Honestly, this past week and what has been going on, we had the Super Bowl. I know. This week was freaking crazy. We already had three hours of The Sunday Bachelor. Sunday was Super Bowl. Monday was three hours. And and the and Iowa, my home state, Iowa. screwed everything up. They had some app that just wouldn't work. All right, whatever. Well, doesn't matter. State of the Union on Tuesday. This is crazy. And then tonight, two more hours. The whole Iowa thing, I actually was watching. So you better say good things. I'm saying good okay. things, but... I missed all of it. Was there was there commercials or something interrupting the Bachelor? Is that why it was three hours? It was no. It was, it was supposed to be, but they really didn't put too much in there. So. I didn't see it at all because I I'm cheap and I have Hulu with commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> so I missed it all. Um, the craziest part about all of this, the two of this, these things happening at the same time, was um, Twitter. I mean, like I'm always on Twitter, right? This is yeah. a Twitter thing, and it was the most separated just like everybody complaining all at once it was the most negative night i went to bed i couldn't go to bed until like 1 30 the other night and mm -hmm. i just went to bed going this was the worst night ever because the, the episode ended so crappy it was so Poorly, negative yeah yeah every like the whole episode i think the worst oh well let's we'll we'll get into it but my least favorite thing of this whole season is tammy going from basically somebody we thought that was going to be funny to like one of the most annoying monsters we've yeah. ever seen. She's, she is definitely a different <laughs> person than I thought she was going to be. I was like, Oh, this girl's cool as fuck. And now I'm like, Oh, she should be on bad girls club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I for sure wanted to hang out with this girl. And now I don't ever want to see her in my life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> genuinely genuinely scared um really quick so we uh so i was in miami for the super bowl weekend and wow glow some more please make me feel like crap more. more well it has to do with bachelor there are a bunch of bachelor people down there um including pete 
Uh, I actually. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, this. Yeah. So I ran into David Ravitz at the Barstool party and ended up hanging out with him. If you guys know. That's him, chicken, chicken. In case nobody knows who that is. In case nobody knows who he is. Chicken guy. He's so much fun. And um, so. But anyways, Pete, I guess, was hanging out with Juliet Porter from um, Siesta Key. Who didn't get enough of Bachelor guys from Robbie, I guess. Right. Ro- Honestly, Robbie's never going to make the cut. By the way, I've met Juliet before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's like 15. Exactly. So. what? <laughs> I, t- I, I literally went, I don't know. This is like, just feel bad. I mean, she she's gorgeous, has a hot body, but I mean, that's really it. Anyways, she, there was a thing on Reddit where um, Pete, I think it was on her Insta story. This is this is Kay talking to me all the time. By the way, she just pulls out her phone. She's like, "Did you know?" Oh my god, I think I deleted the screenshot. I'm gonna save myself. Um, But anyways, so I guess it was on an Insta story. I think according to it was on hers. I think yes. And he Pete said to her, "If I had a rose, I would give you one." Which this is not a spoiler. We're just making inferences. Mm -hmm. I don't think a engaged man would say that. I know either that. Okay, so two things. Either ABC got mad at him or his girl got mad at him. Yo. Which is like T. This week, he's probably been getting it because remember what he said to Sydney about her being the best kisser of everybody? Yo. So if, if he's not, I mean, he's with somebody else. Spoilers. End of, you've already seen this whole week. Doesn't matter. Um, Sydney goes home at the end of this. Mm-hmm. But so she, she's not who he ends up with. He said that about her. Whoever the girl he ends up with, I guarantee he's been on thin ice Becca, if, if he ends up with anybody. Becca Tilly uh, tweeted about it. It posted on our Instagram and she goes, call me petty. But if I'm who Pete ends up with and my name is not Sydney, that best kisser comment would have many fights. And guess what? Her name is not Sydney. That, I mean, one more time for the girlfriends in the back. Like, I would be bringing this up till the, I mean, forever. Yeah, that was a bad move, Pete. That was a bad move. Pete makes a lot of bad moves, but that was one of the worst. He, The amount of poor decisions he has made throughout this entire season and past is incredible. You know how we, at the end of an episode, we usually talk about the people that leave instead of listing all the names that have stayed? Yeah. That's like listing all the decisions that Pete has made right versus all of the bad decisions along the way. I don't I don't know if he started everything off wrong with the bow tie, so we should have known. <laughs> we should have known that Yee. this is how it was going to uh, go the entire season. Well, starting with bad decisions, last week, if y'all remember, it seems like it was 84 years ago, um, Pete gave Alea a rose so that she would stay to the next week. And then this whole entire week starts back in Cleveland and he pulls Alea aside. Yeah, remember Cleveland? <laughs> We're back. We're back two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, basically, before a rose ceremony. He pulls Alea aside and basically has a conversation with her about how he just feels bad for everyone else that they're all mad at him. Yeah, he backtracked and that's a that's a bad move on him. I honestly feel bad for Alea, you know, showing up and him being like, you know, I want you to be here. I'm going to give you this rose. Wait, just kidding. Everybody's pissed at me. I, I got to take it back. You got to go. This one's on Pete. All of it's on Pete. He sh- he should not have let her come back. I mean, he could have let her come back without giving her a rose. What a move exactly. What a move to be like Guess what? Nobody on this group date gets a rose. Alea gets a rose. Two days later, oh, everyone's mad at me. 
I guess you need to go home, Alea, to make sure that nobody's mad at me anymore. Well, and then she comes and then Alea, obviously, if she hadn't started all this drama when she did come back, I think, nah, just kidding. Everybody would still be pissed. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, she made it worse for sure. Yeah, she made it worse. And so he ends up sending her home, which I, like I said, I honestly, I don't love Alea, but I do feel bad for her in the situation because he's the one that really messed up. I agree with you. She, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Alea again, but same thing you just said, you know what? She, uh, she got a rough go. She, I, I feel like the reason she's going, the thing that's shitty for her is that the reason she's going, sorry, that was a little bit of a ramble, but the reason she's going is not because Pete doesn't see something with her. And this is a really confusing thing to me because later on in these next couple of episodes, he makes decisions about saying, look, I don't see myself with you. But to her, he goes, I've just felt so connected, but this drama is too much for me. To me, that's such a cop out. And he continues to also say, I think, what everybody wants to hear with each person that, he, that goes home, with each girl that he's whose heart he quote breaks. Yeah. He continues to say like, oh, you're going to have you're going to find somebody. It's it's like Pete is mansplaining or being patronizing to these girls about the fact that they'll they'll be fine out there. These girls are like. Yeah, we know. Yeah, like we're I'm famous fine. now. <laughs> We've got, got the followers. Like <laughs> it's lit now. We're good. I was here. I got what I came for, Pete. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, but then you know we run into this situation where we spend you know another fifteen minutes where he's just apologizing to everybody. Yeah, this j- happened already with um, when he, he brought when he was saying all the stuff to Hannah B and you know had her and canceled that date and everything. So he spent all that time apologizing and now he's doing it again. And these girls, I mean, when are they, when is it going to stop? When is he going to stop having to say, I'm sorry? Yeah, I'm not perfect. So, but I mean, so and then my favorite part about this rose ceremony is when he uh, was sitting down and talking with Deandra and she was like, you know what? This is what wife material or like wifey yeah. something like like that. I'm wifey material. I think. Yeah. yeah. And then he sends her home. Her, the look on her face was I mean utter shock again hoodwinked love led astray Pete is a nice guy Pete is a nice guy the golden doodle has returned full-fledged from last season (laughs) he is so nice to everybody who's right around him but Pete it's actually more shitty if you are nice to everybody up front yeah then to just talk straight with him about how you're feeling and maybe that's like maybe that's a something that he hasn't worked through yet. You know, maybe he just generally feels that way about everybody, but him telling ever it's leaving these girls in more pain when they leave because Mm -hmm. he has to actually break up with them and end it. And I don't know. It's like, if you're just straight with people, it's going to be a a better showing for you, my friend. Yeah. But not that he's listening to this or, We'll take any of his advice, advice, so that's it. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash 
Bachelor. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. It is amazing. I've been wearing it for years now. It fits me so well, and I'm not kidding you. When they say it doesn't roll down, it does not roll down, and it hugs you in all the right places. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. And with that, we go to Costa Rica. Yes. Am I supposed to roll that R? In Costa Rica. Yeah, I um, that sounds better. So, uh, yeah, they head to Costa Rica, finally getting out of, um, you know, all of that uh, Cleveland United the Cleveland States drama nonsense. And into a new layer of drama. Into a new layer of drama. And uh, one of the things that Kelly says, this is something that we're starting to he- hear from her more and more, is how chill she is about the situation. She's like, you know what? I am here for him, but he has other girlfriends, so I'm just going to try and have fun, which is a little bit of a red flag. I don't know how I feel about her. Okay. I feel like this is the biggest red flag on the show. This, the most non-existent red flag in normal life. Because to me, anybody who just who comes and like starts dating me and they go, look, I just want to have fun. I'm not trying to um, like push anything. I love that. The, the question, the second part of that is if they do like what Victoria F does tonight, right? Where yeah. they go from, I, don't, I just want to have fun to like, well, I don't know what that means. If somebody wants to have fun, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a positive thing. And Pete weirdly, I'm sorry. We're jumping ahead, but like Pete weirdly turns that into almost a negative thing with her. Yeah, like, oh, you're not serious about this. He again, he seems he sounds like a contestant almost. He he like, oh, you maybe you're not here for the right reasons later on. Yeah, yeah. he starts he he ends up questioning a lot of the girls that he has one on one dates with this um these next two episodes because well, I mean, I don't even know why, but it almost sounds like somebody said somebody tweeted something like Pete's trying to get Kelly to join his cult. It, it's, no, for real. Yeah, yeah. It's almost too intense to the point where she's like, you know what? I'm I don't know. Like I, I can definitely see myself like in a relationship, but I don't know if I am ready to be engaged with into some to somebody right now. But also at this time, it's like the perfect comment to make. You're starting to travel internationally. And you know what? I don't know if I even like you yet. I'm just here to have fun because that's all I've been able to do so far um, and transition into uh, going to Costa Rica. And now we've got Pete's cut on his forehead. That. What did you think about the Puma story? I thought it was funny. It was okay. I thought the girls looked dumb because they believed it. <laughs> yeah, their faces were... I, I, I have to say, I think that there's like a little bit of editing there that cut out the people who weren't sold by it yeah yeah they yeah. totally like zoomed in on the few on people, the people that who were, were totally, believing it like madison's like yeah <laughs> you would totally fight a lynx for me uh-huh um i i thought it was funny i but i don't think i would have ever believed it i didn't even look this up i want to i wonder if lynx are are a costa rican cat the puma oh shoot i said lynx it is a puma <laughs> <laughs> is a puma even a Costa Rican cat? I don't know. I mean, maybe I doubt they would like say it if it wasn't. But mm. 
Um, but he is the last person that I would um, see fighting a he puma. He can't even. He can't even uh, keep these like girls under control. Like, how is he going to mm-hmm. handle this situation? So, I kind of wish he would have fought a puma. I do too, because watching him, the best part about him running into the golf cart is the fact that he would have been fine if he would have just hit the golf cart. But the fact that <laughs> he was too smashed the glass on his <laughs> fucking forehead. <laughs> That was, I mean, I, I was laughing. Totally agree. At first, I thought it was just going to be him walking into the golf cart. Um, but then the fact that he basically did all of this to himself in three moves because he tripped. Tripped. Hit his, um, forehead, hit his forehead. Then smashed yeah. the glass onto his forehead. That is, um, I am no longer surprised at anything Pete does anymore. Um, Kelly, again, going back to traveling here. So Kelly says that Costa Rica seems cool, but I'm pretty tired from traveling. Okay. The first travel that you do is like straight from the U.S. to the location. And then they right. just drive you to wherever you're going. And all of a sudden they start filming. It's I, I actually don't in any way envy Sydney because she went straight into her one-on-one next, right? Oh, wow, yeah. You're, like, you just got off a plane that you flew. Well, it's not that far. I don't know, maybe, but maybe it was like an eight-hour flight, I guess, because they went from Cleveland. You probably have to connect somewhere, so Cleveland to Miami Oh, it's definitely a long flight. Yeah, you get there, and all of a sudden, right upon arrival, you have to get ready for a one-on-one date. Imagine that, like, being like, oh, I have to be bubbly for TV. That does suck. Yeah, I... No, I don't even want to speak for at least like three hours after I get off the plane. <laughs> and, that, and that's just traveling like to L.A. <laughs> but she looks great. Yeah, she looks great. Um, she goes on the first one-on-one date. And I really, I... I. What do you just, just what do you think about Sydney? I like Sydney. I think towards the end of the episode, we end up seeing a different side of her that I didn't mm. think we were going to see. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I I have to ask you because I'm just like, I have googly eyes for Sydney. Yeah, she's just so pretty. So I don't think I can give an accurate. No, I like Sydney. I think she is, for the most part, from watching on TV, not going into the stuff that we're going to talk about later, but from TV, she seems pretty real. Like I, I would believe, I would believe what she was saying. She seems like she ha- is no bullshit and. Um, well, let's just get into it because one of the most important things, their, their date is pretty, it's just, um, making out, <laughs> making out the whole time in a jacuzzi. Yeah. But he tells her that she's the best kisser. I, I still can't get over that. You can't yeah. say that. So they like take a helicopter on, you know, then they're like out in the middle of nowhere and he tells her that she's the best kisser. Weird. Um, but she, her going into then her story back home again, we've talked about this before. Understandable. She's in the deep South. Um, and she says, girl, girls would call me Oreo girl. They would vandalize our home and write awful things on our pavement. So then she says, I ate my lunch in the bathroom stall my whole senior year. I removed like five. I just said like, I removed five likes from that. Oh, good for you. <laughs> to make it sound better. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This feels like a lot to make up. Oreo it, girl vandalizing home, writing awful things mm-hmm. on the pavement. This seems, this feels as if it's some very specific things that are not easy to just like pull out of nowhere. Right. So, I mean, so there's the whole yearbook thing, which has caused a very big feud on Twitter about, you know, she's a pageant girl. She, you know, she went to homecoming, this, whatever. She went to the same high school as Hannah B. 
Right. We don't talk about that enough, actually. Right, right, That's right, such right, a right. Weird that is a weird thing. Um, Alabama is very big. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for them they to went go to the, the same, same high school. school. Uh, that high school is like thriving right now. Um, they have pictures of them, like all of in the their high, all little, the girls in high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In their glass cases, <laughs> no sports. It's just it's just Sydney and um, Hannah, Hannah Brown. Uh, but I. You know, other things could have been going on during that. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt because I have been in that situation before, you know, getting called all these things and whatnot. I've never had anybody vandalize my house or whatever, but... That's what I'm saying. These things feel like a lot. They and we don't know. Specific. We know nothing outside of what we've seen. Twitter, I, I feel like some of this does come into question, but also... All right, I'm going to say it. I've noticed all the people that posted this stuff are white. They're trying to call her out. For whatever, yeah. And... I don't know the reality behind any of this, but it feels like there's a middle ground that's right. And a lot of people have gone in one total direction. And I think um, to like Kelly's point later on, right? She doesn't have a sob story. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that Sydney might have pulled it a little bit less real than what it is. Sure. But let's not go ahead and make this as if she was uh, lying. the girl and that was lying. Yeah. I have a feeling that these things happen and other people have either like forgotten about it, forgotten that they did it or um, made it up because they don't like what she's saying about their community, which I understand, but also don't be assholes to kids. Right. Um, okay. So Sydney aside, we start getting into some yeah. serious Tammy Sorry. drama. No, that, it's was, okay. that was so deep. We get into some serious Tammy drama. Um, it starts off with, uh, you know, Kelsey's, you know, crying to Tammy because she's upset about Peter going on dates with other girls and unable to, you know, handle these situations. And Tammy's like, Tammy's like a tough bitch. She's like, you know what? This is what you signed up for. Like, where do you think you are? She was definitely consoling her, but in a tough love kind of a way. At first, that's exactly what I felt, too. I, right. I, I was like, this is what she needs to hear. Um, you know, there's certain people that I reach out to when I'm just like struggling through something because I want to hear that tough love. I want to hear the like redirect. This is the right way to think about this um, mindset, you know, mm -hmm. and that's how I saw this, too. And I actually was like applauding Tammy going Hey, yes, tell her this. Tell her what she needs to hear right now. Kelsey is refusing to be consoled. Um, but then things transition because Tammy kind of went away from that and was basically using it, it felt to me like Tammy used that opportunity to get as much as she could out of Kelsey to try and throw under the bus. You know what I mean? It it did seem kind of strategic for sure. Um I this was the first glimpse of Tammy that I saw that was different than what we've been seeing mm -hmm. and um i don't know it, it this leads up into a big whole thing which ends up exploding later this is the very first time tammy starts to wonder where the manager is yeah <laughs> <laughs> because tammy's like excuse me can i speak to the manager about kelsey please right now yeah, she's absolutely um, getting like revving up to uh, cause some serious trauma. But before we get into that, we have another we have another group date that involves modeling. Jesus, I know. Hannah Ann is living her full <laughs> modeling life. She believes that this entire season was made for her all of a sudden. Uh, it's amazing watching all of these companies 
advertise themselves now on the show. It's like you might as well at this point. Well, all right. So this is where the whole Cosmo thing comes into play. So they have the photo shoot mm-hmm. and the photo shoot actually, I think, is a, a fun idea and was it's really, really cool. This is the first I've actually hated some of the Cosmo. I'm sorry, not the Cosmo. I'm sorry. I've hated some of the photo shoots they've done in the past because they're always like, just like awkwardly with two people. And it's just dumb. I don't want to watch two people do a photo shoot. But this was kind of fun because there's so much so many different individuals mm-hmm. and they all were kind of like playful and did different funny things. Again, Tammy does something funny and makes this weird face because Peter's making out with another girl behind her. Yeah, it made know? for some it made for some great memes, some great content. Mm-hmm. Um I really I thought this date was fun. Um also props to all the girls for being confident to be in a like a full swimsuit and get their picture taken by Cosmo with no preparation and on TV. I was my hands were sweating, like my palms were sweaty. Like after they announced it, <laughs> if, I was like, oh, if it's like, how are they going to handle this? Yeah. yeah, because I'm like, I totally if the, that not all of them are models. Me, that would that's stressful. That's super. If I was if I was on the right. show, even having been on the show multiple times, I would be like, oh my god, I'm gonna look so horrible compared to everybody else. Yeah, immediately. I mean, all of them very much have good bodies. Like there was, <laughs> yeah. there's not a girl that does not have like a snatched body, but. Um, that's a lot of pressure yeah. to be on TV and be shooting for a possible Cosmo cover. I'd be like, okay, yeah. so what I'm going to need you to do is take my entire midsection <laughs> and replace it with someone else's. <laughs> no lies. I, no, I lies. See no lies. My favorite bikini type, or not bikini type, swimsuit type, by the way, is uh-huh. not a bikini. It's a one piece. You like a one piece? I like a one piece. I don't know what it is about it. I mean, I love me a one piece. Okay, so I look better on one pieces, but I hate one pieces because I feel like. Are they uncomfortable? No, but if you're like laying out mm. and then you're trying to get t- like there's. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. tan lines are strange. I get that. That makes sense. I. But I guess it also doesn't matter because if you're wearing a one piece, you're probably not wearing a crop top. Or you are. I don't know. And I guess the. You should t- be. Any. I love a one piece. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, this is my favorite. More one pieces. More one pieces. Okay, so Victoria F. ends up winning the Cosmo shoot, which I'm convinced the only reason she won was because she had a bright red bathing suit on that matched piece. (laughs) I know. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, and wait, before we even talk about the winner. Call to our attention. Yeah. Um... We, I got a lot of DMs about this, and I also saw this myself. ABC and their covering up the girls swimsuit bottoms have you seen that the weird like color blocks over they tried to make it look like in the past they've just like either black box or or blurred it out but this time they tried to make it subtle and there was so many the the way i noticed it was there were so many times where pete had his hand on their butt that that the color like went across some of his fingers like we need to (laughs) we need a better editor (laughs) what's happening or or get over it or get over it i think that's unless they're in like a like a string bikini thong i I think we can all handle they weren't they weren't yeah because they were it was only like the sides also victoria she got blurred out a ton and she was going to be on the cover of cosmo but not an abc miss me with that yeah. Um, okay, but she wins, and we're gonna get into this now because it all is coming up um, mm. uh, as we speak. So Cosmo ended up not um, publishing the cover because um, of the whole White Lives Matter stuff that had come out recently. But as a, so, as a reminder, 
White Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. It was supposed to be a whole Marlin thing that was a funny right, thing. Right, it's an organization yeah. that focused on preventing uh, white and blue Marlins from being overfished. But they, poor, poor marketing. Like, their marketing director, are they you cannot, fucking joking? We've gotten into a little bit before about what happened with Victoria there and her statements and everything. But um, so Pete said, just to be completely honest, I can't speak too much on it because I really don't know too many facts about the whole situation. All right. First of all, you know all the facts, Pete. You don't, all, you don't all know all the facts now. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like don't act new. Right. He knew He knew none of the facts then. Get it. Totally Of course. Agree. Yeah. But now you can't pretend like you don't know the facts. Um, also, he said, I just recently heard about mm-hmm. that with the cover being removed. But, you know, obviously during that moment, too, I knew nothing about that. None of us did. I get it. But also, like, don't try to both sides this. Um, so this was in the People article. And he then backed Victoria a little bit, saying that she's a good person and she has a lot of endearing qualities. And I don't hate him for saying I liked her, but saying, but but I think discounting from what happened is a very big statement to make. And there was a bunch of uh, backfire on this because, frankly, it sounds almost like Pete's trying to both sides a Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter situation instead of just um, saying no, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, the Cosmos thing was regardless of what the actual um, intention was with the that campaign, they can't stand next to a company that uses that um, exactly that l- slogan or you know. That's all that needs to be said. Right. You, I, after my four minute rant, thank you for uh, putting it into three <laughs> words. Okay. Yeah, it, that's just. I mean, that's really what it is. So. We don't we don't get to see the cover, so I guess pressure's off with the swimsuit. <laughs> um, all along, all these girls were worried, and in the end, nobody won. Mm-hmm. Well, so so we get to the evening part, and Kelsey finally pulls Peter aside and tells him that she's in love with him, or falling in love with him, falling in love with him. I know there's there there's so many specifics with this show. It's like you're either are falling in love, or you're in love, or you're starting to fall in love. There's, there's like a scale. Maybe I'll just make a scale. There's a flow chart. There's a flow chart. We've got a flow chart somewhere. The stages of. Um, Actually, we do need to make this. Yeah, now. I'm gonna make this. Yeah. Uh, the stages of Bachelor. So <laughs> she tells him that. Which I actually thought was really sweet. Um, She's the first one to say something this far. Mm-hmm. And uh, I honestly cannot believe Kelsey has been here this long. Okay. How are you feeling about her at this moment? Because I think the whole breakdown with she and Tammy was not a good look, right? Yeah. So she's, she's, she is drunk. Um, but, and like nobody else is, I guess that's probably the thing that makes it look rough is that nobody right. else is drunk and she's drunk and everyone's kind of judging her. You know, she's crying and she's upset that he's out, you know, mm-hmm. with seeing other girls and with other girls. And, you know, um, I just, I understand that it could look weird that she's, you know, drinking and all this stuff. But, you know, later Tammy brings up like pill popping and this and that. That's outrageous. No, that's crazy. You can't just be like dropping that. So uh, Tammy goes up to Peter and was like, you know, Kelsey, she's having a breakdown. Like she's breaking down over all of this. The beginning of the downfall of Tammy. Yeah, this is where Tammy, this is where Tammy falls into this downward spiral. Okay, I think, t- t- I think Tammy's very smart. What do you think? I think do, you th- do you think Tammy knew 
she was deciding to be the villain or do you think she spiraled, spiraled out because she wasn't feeling a connection with Peter? I think maybe a mixture of both. You think so? Yeah, I think she, I think she sort of. Wow, way to both sides this, Peter. I'm, I'm both <laughs> siding this right now, but I think she uh, was starting to spiral, but. And then, and picked, then like, this, needed this to latch. Yeah, yeah, she needed to latch on to something and she, you know, was like, this is, I'm going to take this whole Kelsey thing and run with it. And she got caught. I mean, people were people were saying, you know, you were saying that she was popping pills and this and that. And she at first said, I didn't say that. Well, at this point, what did she say at this point? She just says um, that she was struggling and that she was drinking excessively. Oh, she yeah. She doesn't go to the pill popping. No, yeah. no, no. Kelsey brings that up later. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. It's hard to keep five hours straight. Yeah. So at this point. Tammy just goes to Peter and says that she was uh, drinking excessively. Emotionally unstable. And, and emotionally unstable, yes. And and so this is where she begins to put other people under the bus. And it feels like a takedown uh, plan instead of getting to know Peter. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't think I've seen one moment where Tammy and Peter have had. No, me you know, and Which is surprising to me that she has been here this long. I know. Without Usually these any, are, are gone before this. Yeah, without any sort of connection. I think out of all of them, she has the least connection with him, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but Kelsey, honestly, I would rather watch Kelsey cry than McKenna, which we'll get into. <laughs> I mean, I agree. McKenna, McKenna feels like um, it just it's just very self sad because McKenna continues to cry and she keeps saying, I just feel like Peter hasn't gotten to know me yet. She, he's not he's not lucky enough to get to know me yet. Like I need that time. I need it. I need to tell him something. What are you telling him? If he doesn't know you, you don't know him. And she doesn't ever tell him anything. No, because she doesn't have anything to say. Exactly. Um but Any, anyway, so Pete comes back, the messy bitch that Pete is, and he comes God. back and he's like, Kelsey, can I talk to you? So, Kelsey, it seems like you've been struggling, um, and I heard you had a little bit, a kind of like a mental breakdown yesterday. <laughs> he tries, he tries to soft land that whole thing, yeah, that. and then goes into mental breakdown. Uh, honestly, I think she handled that pretty well, considering that that came from nowhere to her. Yeah, and she was like, "It wasn't a breakdown," as she's truly breaking down. <laughs> She's like, it wasn't a breakdown. I just couldn't. And she, I mean, she was having, that's when the breakdown really started was when he brought that up, which I think would be kind of alarming, like siding with Kelsey. If a guy said that to me because somebody was like, oh yeah, she was drinking. She's unstable. I mean, yeah. Okay. One of the other girls I'm also dating told me that you had a mental breakdown yesterday. How would you respond to that? I would find the nearest sharp object <laughs> and and finish the situation. Like, that's it. Uh, I, I was actually surprised after her whole breakdown that she handled things with Peter so well. Yeah, she... I thought she was going to... I thought she was going to fall apart. Same. Right then and there. Yeah. I was ready for her to have, have a breakdown. <laughs> then she goes back... To the group. She goes back. They get into a very public fight. So let's talk about... What did she say? What Do you have it written down? No. It's like, let's talk about who called 
mean oh, yeah, she, emotionally unstable to Peter. I know, and she called out, and then Tammy didn't want to say it at first, and then mm-hmm. um, and then it all ends up coming out, and I don't know. I this whole situation's very messy, and it gets worse. This whole stupid thing just spins out unnecessarily and basically involves every single girl there because Victoria F. gets involved and says some stuff about how it takes a strong woman to get through this. And Kelsey is saying, like, I don't, I'm not ashamed of crying in front of people. And then Tammy finally says that she's the one who said it. And then she blames Victoria P. for the pill popping comment. And Kelsey, like, brings that whole situation up, the fact that... um, Somebody said something about her popping pills. Oh, no, no, this is later. That's later. This is later, but... Anyway, so... God, it's so... It's like they, they, they all meld together. And Hannah this is, Ann gets the rose. <laughs> yeah, this is my annoyance with this whole season so far. The whole thing has just mushed together, and it's a bunch of nothing. Everybody's that, just fighting with everyone that else. That none about. of us should have ever needed to see. Um, I've actually struggled to have any sort of... Uh, emotional attachment to any of these women on the show. I don't care about any of them at all. No, exactly. Which sucks because... I don't feel like I know any of them. I'm not rooting for anyone. No. I don't care if any of these girls end up with Peter. I hope Peter ends up alone. I don't care. We can end the season tonight and be like, oh, this is it. And Peter would have never been The Bachelor. Everybody go get your follow... Okay, this is the plan. (laughs) Let's just start over. Erase the girls, recast, pretend this never happened, and just restart the show. Honestly, they could have right now. It's the only option. I know nothing about anybody. No, except they just keep crying and they all hate each other. So to your point, Hannah Ann gets a rose because she's not involved in any of the drama. I didn't think I was going to like Hannah Ann. I do. I have mixed feelings about Hannah Ann. I'm kind of starting to like Hannah Ann. Yeah, but she just, there's, she's like a robot. Her batteries like need to be changed every night. Yeah, but Pete gets into that later. Yeah, I still I would prefer that over all of this stupidity right now. Yeah, same. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card with 24 seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. 
Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. But anyways, Kelly gets the next one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And this this whole episode is going to be five hours long. Yeah, five it's gonna hours long. going to be as long as the episode. As, as long as that. So Kelly gets the one-on-one and they go on this weird date where they sort of have to write down their intentions for one another. And it ends up being very clear that Kelly is not... Um, she is not where Peter is in this journey. <laughs> Very great word, Kay. Um, this whole like spiritual thing that happens is I hate the cultural appropriation that always happens with this stuff. They always find some way to like mix in this a shaman wherever they go, because apparently every country has a shaman except for the yeah. United States, as if that's like the defining thing for Costa Rica. Um, but it's essentially like you said, a way for them to realize that this is one of the first girls who isn't just going to fight over Peter because she wants to have fun. Yeah. And, and like, I love, I love that Kelly um, just has a real conversation with him because whatever this whole shaman thing, again, it's, it's very weird. And essentially it's a way for them to like, without saying it, say, well, Kelly's not really giving as much energy as Peter is at this point. Mm -hmm. And then later on, she says that again, where she says, yeah, I'm, I don't know you. You're a messy bitch who's just interested in Who lives the for drama. drama. Yeah. I well, I think in other seasons, if Kelly were to be like this, I would find it very annoying and same. So like, um, just like so full of herself and like she's too good for this. But in this situation, I think I'm just so sick of watching these girls fight over this guy with no. Not Real even fight reason. over this guy. They yeah, just keep fighting. fighting with each other. It like she is me. I I just want to go. Will you stop giving all this attention to these girls who continue to cause drama and yeah. maybe get to know some of us a little bit? Well, so Peter calls her out. Going off of this, Peter calls her out for not you know trying to move the relationship forward, and she retaliates and was like, you know what? I don't know if you're ready to be married and she asked him she's like are you ready for this because um it doesn't seem like it. and he's like what do you mean and she said you know you're rewarding the drama and that was chef's kiss yes that was <laughs> so good because he is he's rewarding the drama with alea with all of these things and keeping these girls that just caused this it's like get them out of here i really feel like kelly became the bachelorette in this moment and we could have transitioned the season to the bachelorette because no, but she's saying the things that mm-hmm. the person in charge of the show should say. Right. Instead of Pete. Again, Pete. She love, gives me Hannah B love, vibes. Love Pete. Pete's a golden doodle. Love golden doodles. But Pete doesn't feel like the person who's running the show. Pete yeah. feels like another contestant that's all up in the drama. And all of a sudden, Kelly comes in um, to just be all of us. Yeah. I, I totally, I don't know if I want her to be us. the bachelor though, or the bachelorette. I don't know if I want to either, but I'm just saying 
because of how extreme the drama is and yeah unleader like i feel like i'm talking about work right (laughs) pete is the worst manager ever he is um but he still ends up you know giving her the rose and he's like you know what you just have to trust this process and um trust me and and she says she's like you know what i don't know if i see myself getting engaged at the end of this and he was very thrown uh thrown from that because remember when rachel Lindsay was with the other peter and he said that he didn't know if he was ready to get engaged she basically gave him an ultimatum and that pushed him away so hopefully peter doesn't do that with this girl that's clearly like is the only one that is stable (laughs) it's weird having been there before it is weird making that decision to go like am i really ready to be engaged to somebody you know yeah Um, and so I like the fact that people like her, um, Peter, and uh, you know what happened last season with Colton and Cassie, where they just chose a different path. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get engaged. That seems more real to me. And I like the fact that it's actually taking that turn a little bit. Yeah. Even though it's it's so sad that we judge people for not being okay with that. But I mean, if Colton and Cassie would have gotten engaged, like that is disaster. I mean, she said no. She left. (laughs) She was gone. He knew that was the only way in. Yeah. So, I mean, we already talked about this earlier about Tammy and Kelsey and getting in this fight about drinking too much and blah, blah, blah. The popping pills part was the worst thing. Which she's apparently all she's taking is Adderall and um, birth control, which like same. (laughs) So (laughs) relatable, which Whatever, you're fine. I mean, if you're drinking too much. Not that I take BC, but that's all. That's so many of us. Exactly. So, but Tammy did use, I just saw alcoholic tendencies. Fuck out of here. Miss me with that. I can't. Okay, I have a question. Do you think Tammy doesn't drink? No, 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 because she's drinking later. Yeah, she definitely drinks. She does. Dang. I felt like she's one of those people who, when she's not drinking, she judges. Okay, so let's change it. When she's not drinking... She judges everyone else for drinking. Yeah. She's like, you know what I mean? She Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. She's just a judgmental person in general. Very. Um, Okay, so Kelsey ends up going to talk to Peter the next day, which this is always a bad move. Mm. You don't, you don't. The worst move. You don't leave and go talk to him randomly because they're going to send you home. This happens nine out of ten times. Almost every single season. Bye. And Peter ends up keeping her and pulls out of a rose out of okay, nowhere. A. <laughs> out of his ass, basically. At, literally out of his ass. He's like, hold on, let me. <laughs> Wait one second. <laughs> um, and gives her the rose, which I was baffled. Mm-hmm. Because that, like I said. I thought she was going home. I thought she was too. I was. There's so many times when I thought Kelsey was going home and she hasn't. The second that Kelsey got the rose, though, I was like. Oh no, baby! What is you doing? Because the second she's gonna go back to the house, she's she is gonna, gonna gloat, be torn limb from limb by everybody. And I thought she would gloat too, but she didn't. Well, I mean, she said to Peter, she goes, "All the girls are gonna." She was scared. She was so scared. He was like, "Don't worry about them." And she's like, "Bitch, you go live in that house <laughs> yeah. with thirty girls that are screaming at me every day." Like, no. Pete, Pete is, uh, you know that that meme that's the guy who just like, ah. Ah, at the and everyone else uses it about the riling my dog up. Yes. That's Pete riling these girls up. Yes, he he is <laughs> you not. Go, you go live with them after oh. you come in and just 
throw things around. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So you want to switch spots? Mm-hmm. You go back and be like, hey, I just gave Kelsey a rose. See, you will be like shot on site. You know, he wouldn't <laughs> do that either. No, no. So she gets the rose and um, they, you know, they all find out and they're clearly upset about it. But the kicker is when Chris Harrison comes in the evening and was like, hey, Peter has made his decision, so there's not going to be a cocktail party. And instantly, McKenna starts sobbing. <laughs> that was the greatest. I mean, immediately freaks out to the point where I just wanted to like grab her by the shoulders and shake her and be like, shut up. <laughs> and this is like all of these girls essentially at this point in time turned to Kelsey. It, it was the second that Chris Harrison said there will be no cocktail ceremony. All heads immediately turned straight to Kelsey as if it was her fault that there was no cocktail ceremony. It has nothing to do with her. The, all of the producers knew this would cause drama. They were trying to create something between the girls and mm-hmm. Kelsey to see how she handled it. And it really didn't go that far, honestly. No. It, just, it was like, it was maybe 15 seconds because Kelsey just said, she just like kind of stayed pretty quiet. She did. Which, that's probably the smartest move in this case. Yeah, I mean, what's she going to say? Because they're like, you know what? If you wouldn't have gone talk to him, blah, 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 yeah. we could have had this. But at this point, it's whatever. Like, what can you what can you do? And honestly, again, we haven't seen him connect with anybody. Right. So the people who go home, we're not really surprised by. No. Um, but this is when Sydney and Tammy go at it. Oh, yeah. This is when it turns oh, yeah, into full-blown bad girls club. Tammy gets dumb and starts calling everybody out. This is when the pill popping thing comes yeah, up. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. alcoholic tendencies. And they start yelling. Tammy and Sydney start yelling at each other, which this is a side of Sydney that we have not seen before. Yeah, she calls Tammy psycho. Yeah. Not a good move ever. It was kind of like a bullyish, bully girl, um, the way she was responding, even though. I mean, Tammy was coming at her hard, like stood up, was yelling at her. Sydney at least was sitting down. You know what I mean? Like I when you I, stand up, you raise the stakes. I just eye rolled so hard at Tammy standing up. She makes everything so much bigger than it needs to be. It, definitely. But um, so Tammy ends up pulling uh, Peter aside right before the rose ceremony. And um, she, you know, gives her side of the story. And it's like, I hope you know that blah, 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 blah. Um, this she doesn't is really what, say anything. She, yeah, she doesn't really say anything. Like, this is what happened, and I just want you to trust me. And he ends up keeping her. And uh, he sends Sheanna and Lexi home, which uh, Lexi, fine. I, mean, I don't really know who she is or know anything about her, but. We don't know Sheanna either. You no. Really, at, at, from the show, we have gotten to know her because right. of the whole funny but, thing about you and Sheanna together. Yes, we look like twins. But she actually drops a bomb on him while Inside she's leaving. Inside of Peter's brain. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like, while she's crying and walking away, she said, hey, I hope you are making, like, make the right choices, like, because some of these girls aren't who they say they are. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And she's like, bye! <laughs> and completely leaves. So, Can you explain to me? No, bye! No, I gotta go. You sent me home. So, uh, up next is night two. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef? 
homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was a Amazing. But detectives would soon discover inside the house there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings wherever you get your podcasts. So if three hours weren't enough for you. We are back in Santiago, Chile for another two hours. By the way, you just said that. That's actually my first note. Um, it was funny to me that uh, they had Pete like speak all the Spanish and try to sound like he's, he was like, nosotros estamos en Santiago. And then he goes, Chile. <laughs> Which it's Chile. If you're gonna Chile. if you're gonna speak Spanish, <laughs> let's go. All right, he's better at speaking Spanish than I am, so right. I can't talk shit. But um, we go straight into the girls trying to get past everything. Right, they're like having a girls' day. They're eating food together. McKenna's already crying over the cocktail and party. Straight still. down to McKenna. Yeah, this episode really had me irked with McKenna because I. We talked about it the, in um, the first half, but I just don't know It does where feel like we did two different podcasts. Yeah, episodes. it does feel like two different podcast episodes, but it does. I am struggling with her um, strong emotions because I think it's less about the fact that she feels strongly with Peter because she wants the time, but I think she just wants the time so she can just stay on longer. I thought that too. I do have to say at the end, she seems sad about that she wanted Peter. Do you think it's BS? She did start <laughs> speaking in, normally people speak in third person. She started speaking in second person. She, so she was like talking about herself as she. Yeah. She is strong. She I, is gonna find somebody. It was so funny. Her whole, um, she ends up hyping herself throughout this entire yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. That's basically the, McKenna, what you need to know about her. Oh, she doesn't need a hype girl. She's got her own. Uh, love yourself as much as McKenna loves herself because she is her own hype girl. But it was just weird because as she's hyping herself, she's crying. I am <laughs> yeah. so strong. And she is just sobbing this whole thing, which reminds me of Kelsey being like. It's like somebody going in the gym the first time. I am so strong. Yeah. And I can do this. She ends up honestly ruining this episode for me just because of the. Yeah, intense. I, I mean, every time we see her, anything positive I felt for her, it did kind of go away. Yeah, because every time we saw her, 
she was just crying and then victoria f finally stood up and was like you know what shut the fuck up like if he wanted to have time with you he would do it she did which she's not wrong she's not wrong you know that's victoria f also like so like tammy victoria and kelly are in a totally different mind space than everybody else where they've they kind of have just like put up walls and are here to be here i don't know Anyway, and we don't even know about Hannah Ann because she has basically been a Barbie this whole time and we haven't seen anything from her. Right, because, well, we find out that Hannah Ann and Victoria F. both get one-on-one dates, which is strange that Victoria F. got another one-on-one date. And it wasn't... The strangest thing about this to me is not that she got a second one because people there's always somebody that gets... or a couple people that get a second one. Yeah. But that it was only like two weeks apart. You know what yeah, I mean? it was very close together. You, usually they take the first person that got a one-on-one. I mean, it was in Cleveland. He, exactly. It was... Uh, yeah, it was they went to Cedar ago. Point. It was like one week ago. It was this week, basically. Yeah, so they ended up... She they, she ends up getting another date, but first we go um, on the Hannah Ann date. Which is a walk around Santiago. Which is a walk around um, better Santiago than Cleveland. <laughs> and... They're, you know, doing the whole rubbing food on each other's faces. I'm sorry. I can't relate to this. I don't think that is fun or cute and or, oh, my God, we're so playful. I'm like, don't put that on my face. I can't either. But you know what? Pete loves this because he's been through so much. And honestly, he just at this point wants somebody who is not going to be difficult. Everything has been so difficult. Either he's been, for whatever reason, whether he knows it or not, in the middle of drama or somebody's telling him that. Well, I don't know if I really like you. Um, so I don't know. Like there's a weird interaction with a Chilean couple who just agrees to talk to them. Of course, they found the one man who can speak some English about what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Sounds suspect to me. Um, <laughs> but they go to the night portion because basically the day portion is what you would expect from a date with Hannah Ann. And then well, he kind of finally says it. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, she gets into the fact that she's never been in love before. Yeah. And um, she says that when they're, you know, sitting at this, I don't know, like lighthouse or something. And she's like, you know, I've never been in love before, but him and I, you know, cared about each other. But I want the three and a half years. Yeah. She's like, I want the person to that I am in love with to be that person. I'm like, that's not really how it works. That's crazy. It's. That's a that's a very different mindset. I also don't think that that's true or that's how she actually felt. I think she was very in love with this person that she was with for three years. Why would you spend three years with them? Yeah. I did. OK. Um, I think Hannah Ann seems like one of those people who she grew up in the South again. I think that matters. I know that I like we, we talked about the Deep South earlier. She grew up in the South. I think the South and the Midwest have a lot of different um, values that they kind of try to push on people where having emotions is like not necessarily the best thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I like she seems to be and we see a little bit later, she finally breaks down and she seems to be so focused on being perfect and like putting on a show and not being somebody who um, shows too much of herself that. You know, that leaves Pete asking questions. Yeah, because, I mean, she's 23 and, you know, he's like, what are your goals? And she goes, well, um, I want to model for as long as I can. Like, it's not a job. And it's hard to understand. She's like so many people (laughs) stay in the shallow end of life. I think that's I think that's what she said or something along those cheesy lines. Kind of what modeling is. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, people make a living off it. It's marketing. 
essentially like the reason we're buying all these products the reason why we see hannah ann and all these different things i mean it's because people are obviously buying these things and she's selling them that's why you have ads on this show people because that's the only way you hear us boom (laughs) um but you know i i think that um am i i don't think she's ready say that what do you think about hannah ann i think that she isn't ready for this sort of relationship like she's only 23 she's never been in love which pete calls out and he and he was like you know this is alarming to me that she's never been in love i think you have to at least have had those feelings for someone to actually know oh this is the person who i need to um that i want to spend the rest of my life with because if you don't have any things to go off of how do you know um at the age of 23 trying to put myself back in that situation I thought I was ready to be with the person I was with forever. Oh, yeah, same. Now, I had also been through a breakup and had been with somebody that I loved. And I think that is the biggest red flag is that she says um, she, what did she say? I want to save my love for my person. Save love for my person. And that to me is the biggest red flag that you ha- you don't understand what love is yet. So so regardless of her age, regardless of um, the fact that she's been in a relationship for three and a half years before, when you haven't felt love, I don't know if you know what love is necessarily. Right. And I mean, that's why you have to go through all these shitty relationships to be like, oh, wait, I shouldn't put up with this, this and this. I need this. And like, if if you don't yeah, know that, then now are you gonna judge anything based off of anything else? You I can't. agree with you. Okay. Do you think he should have sent Hannah Ann home? Yes. I agree. I don't think her tears were real. I I think her tears were real. I think her tears tears though were more about herself. Yeah. Realizing, oh shit, I am. Yeah. Losing this. Yeah. I'm not gonna be with him. Yeah. Then whether they were tears over or maybe even just being sad about the fact that she hadn't felt love and that like hurt her. Yeah, that could be it. But either, either way, doesn't, doesn't matter. I think you should have sent her home because this is a big enough red flag for me to say, we're not going to be together. We're not going to end up together. Again, Pete, like rewarding, not necessarily drama this time, but just, uh, he can't handle a girl that cries. The second a girl cries in front of him, he, has to appease them to make them feel better. Pete is weak. Natural selection is coming for him. <laughs> and that's that's it. Uh, but he's he's keeping all these girls that he's questioning the most. You know, he kept... I'm surprised that he kept Kelly. I know. I thought... I didn't... I didn't think that was going to happen. I'm surprised he kept Kelly. And um, I don't know. That's a whole other thing. But uh, Hannah Ann stays. And... They end up going, there's a group date and they do this telenovela thing, which um, I, I thought I was going to hate this. I kind of loved it. Well, OK, so have you seen Jason Mesnick season? I don't think I have. No. OK, it's on Netflix right now, but they did this on Jason's season. They did a whole where acting. Do you remember where they were? Where they were? No, I don't remember where mm. they were in the. Um, it doesn't matter. Usually this is like a this is a very. But they did a soap opera thing. Yeah. And uh, what's her name from? Uh, Kirsten Storms from Xenon. Oh, <laughs> was on Jason Mes. She was the really? she was yeah because she was in the soap opera. I forget. I think it was like General Hospital or something. And that's what they were doing. So this re- immediately reminded me of that, uh-huh. and it was super fun on Jason's season. Okay, my one thing about this the whole time is this P 
Pete trying to audition for some shows because we all know that he was a child actor. That's true. I didn't that was I like, like my one judgy thing about this. I love the whole thing because of the promo poster and it's saying El Amor de Pedro bothered me so much because I thought it was trying so hard. And it, I definitely but think it ended up being hard. very funny. It was really funny. And I think this is a fun way to incorporate, you know, like having a group date and not just being like, who's going to hold hands with them next? Exactly. Okay. Favorite actress go. Um, I really liked... <laughs> I really liked Tammy with the knife. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Tammy, I think Tammy is really chill as long as she keeps her chill. Favorite actress for me? Kelly, the grandma. The grandma. La abuela. Abuelita. Of course, they made, they made Kelly the grandma. Like, there's it no was, other choice. No, there was no other choice. But is Kelly an, like, actual actress? Because she kind of killed it as... Did she? Yes. I guess I guess I wasn't watching it for its um, you saw you saw her cinematic as a grandma. greatness. Yeah. I love Kelly actually. She's okay. I liked Kelly last week. Now I love Kelly because she was super funny during this. Yeah, she was. No, you're right. She was funny, and she worked her. If I was, if they made me the grandma, I'd be pissed. <laughs> and she just like rolled again. With she it. just wants. To, she's here to have fun. She had fun. Yeah, she rolled with it, and then you know, McKenna finally ends up getting her. Uh, five seconds of attention with Peter and then she I mean her whole mood switches I mean that's where this whole Tammy yeah. thing was triggered again which Tammy just needs to mind her own business who cares fine she, of course she's upset and then she feels better when she gets the attention it's validation we all feed off of it exactly like I mean drug of choice <laughs> this is my drug attention uh, Chris Harrison little cameo loved it Loved it. We don't get enough Chris and him with the mu- with the cheap mustache. Yeah, we mustache. simply don't get enough Chris. <laughs> but I thought, um, you know, McKenna finally getting to kiss him. I okay, that's that was my question. I put that down. Has she kissed him yet? Is this her first kiss with him? Because I her, haven't. We I haven't remember. seen. We haven't seen him kiss Tammy yet. Um, I don't there's remember. A bunch of people we haven't seen him kiss yet. I think everybody here. He's we've seen. He him probably kiss. has. Yeah. Uh, but. I'm glad she did. And I thought it was going to shut her up for a bit, but it ends up, <laughs> you know, not doing that at all. So, um, okay. So now Kelsey and Peter, they go to, he, you know, yeah, pulls night, her aside to talk. Portion. This is the night portion. And, uh, Kelsey is sitting there. And Peter's like, you know what? I really like you. I am. I did not realize how much Peter liked her. Y- he is, he is smitten into it, <laughs> which Nothing against Kelsey, but I do not I get it. E- no, I didn't expect how how strong that was. Um, I think he just likes that she's she's the first one to really give him honest emotional feelings. You know, I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. And he's gone through so much drama. He's just last week came off of a day with Kelly who said, I'm not I don't know if I know if I like you or not. And right. so I think for her to be the first person to say that he was like, thank God this Someone. might, this might end up with an actual final engagement at the end of yeah. this. Yeah. He's latched on to Kelsey. That's true. That's true. Um, so Victoria P also pulls him aside, uh, to talk about the Alea situation, which, um, was her undoing which was her undoing a bad move like don't unless you're pulling him aside to just have a normal conversation and to you know 
be chill and talk about feelings like there should no don't backtrack on this drama because the second that came back up he's like oh yeah about that he wanted to forget all of it he wanted to forget all of it and now his way to forget all of it is to send her home mm-hmm. he want to forget you too okay she I, was bitter i really liked the way that she left him though damn because he again pete always wants to be super nice and say the kind of things that he thinks a girl wants to hear right at that point in time right so when he when she's leaving he's like no 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 i really have to say this i have to i want to say this to you you're gonna find a guy and victoria p is like oh i know like i, I don't you. need i don't need you to tell me um and i appreciate that from her Yes, I do think the whole, I do think her leaving was a little over dramatic and um, slightly bitter. Oh, it was super bitter. Like she said, you know, <laughs> the best part was she was like, "Can I get a cab?" Oh, that was great. I mean, just, yeah. had a, just looking around as if like she was on the corner, like hailing a. Ca- Can I just get a cab? And uh, she goes, "I don't want. I don't need you to walk me out." You know all the stuff she was. She was salty. She was super salty. And loved it. I loved it too. I, I don't I don't this love it. This is the most I've liked Victoria P. Yeah. This is when she gets hurt. It is. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> um, Makes me feel bad. All right. Now it goes back to Tammy and McKenna, and this is when <sighs> things really rev up. And I almost don't even want to talk about Tammy anymore because it's so we this, we're going to. This is to. the best part. I know we're going to. <laughs> I know. So Tammy, I did tweet this and this is the second validation of this. Tammy's hate language is tears. Yes. The second someone has, uh, it might even be just emotions in general because she keeps talking continually about how she's going to win this. She's going to beat everyone else. And it actually, so it reminds me a little bit of Alex from my season. And then the way he was also on Mm -hmm. paradise, it was as if, he came in like thinking this was Survivor, that he was a contestant right. that was like the best man wins. And that I think is what her mindset seems to be, where it, it's as if she can just beat everybody else. And so she's trying to, to cut everyone else down instead of um, just like actually being interested in the person who's the person. Exactly. And, and staying out of the drama. I mean, if anyone has shown a better, like no one's shown a better example than um Madison, Madison, who we have forgotten this even on the show, but here she is still on staying out of the drama yet. Like, I'm so annoyed that we haven't seen more of them. I know. Cause he's so into her. He's so into her that he gives her, uh, um, same date. Oh, this is the same date. No, no, no. It was the, it was the, um, rose ceremony, mm-hmm. but he gives her lines to continue yes. their relationship. Uh huh. It's kind of cute. It, it's cute. But, you know, Tammy goes off on McKenna and was like, you know what? You're immature. She's a child. She's crying. I, I'm i going to take one second and sympathize, not sympathize, but side with Tammy because she is right. I think if I was around McKenna and she was just crying all the time, I too, I too would snap. I get it. It's, it is too much. Ta- this is where the question I asked earlier Tammy seems to be mad at these other girls for caring about what they're doing. And um, she's, I think like this is, this is the beginning of everything is, is the fact that like she's not necessarily feeling that emotional towards Pete. Right. And her making her comment about her grandpa last week, like, oh, I cried less over my grandpa dying. Okay. 
fuck you, Tammy. Guess what? Seriously. I, I was sad for months when my grandparents have died. So you can shut up about that. And that, that like all of these things that really continue to bother me are her putting herself above other people because of a lack of emotion, which means to me that like Tammy's not in touch with a whole half of her that she should be. The right. fact that guess what? People care for each other and they have emotions for each other. Surprise. Yeah. Um, well, that being said, Madison ends up getting the group date rose because Peter can't be bothered. I mean, they were outside and he's talking to her and she was like, I think there's yelling. Uh, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like them just screaming at each other. And honestly, uh, I'm glad that they ended up. Uh, hold on. Me too. You know, the, I just. No, the, the thing that actually got to me the most, and this was like the final nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelsey starts kind of defending McKenna. Because Tammy's saying all this stuff. Right. And she's like, no, I'm not talking to you. It's okay. Anybody, yeah. I, if, some, if people are having an argument around me, I can get in the middle and say, hey, stop. Right. You know, like, it's okay to defend somebody who's being attacked. And it's not about, you don't come first every single time. Right. Which is what Tammy continues to do. I'm sorry, I really just can't stand and don't like Tammy. I she know. seems like a total, she's, she's like that person who says, um... You know what? I'm just really honest. And you're not, not an honest. You're just an asshole. You're yeah. an asshole to everybody around you. Yeah. There's a difference between being honest and being brutal. And that's not even brutal. And that's the tea. Just being mean. Yeah. Mean. Straight up mean. Um, well, now we have the one on one date with Victoria F. And uh, Bachelor's back at it again with making these guys ride horses who shouldn't be. <laughs> um, which, okay. They're trying to make Pete look tough. So I um, I rode horses for a lot of my life. and Did you really? Yeah. I com- Katie, so like much. An onion. I lived Continue a whole, to peel the layers back off of you. I lived a whole other life. So I competed in equestrian jumping like for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw that guy, he was like, if you establish the trust with the horse, you can walk underneath them. I'm going to tell you what. Walking underneath no. the horse is the worst thing you could ever do. Horses do not mess around. No, you can't just. What if they move and then they. Horses no. are huge. Huge. You can't walk under a horse. Don't do not do that. 10 out of 10 would not recommend walking under a horse. Um, but we this whole date. Don't let the bachelor fool you. Don't let the bachelor fool you. But this whole date ends up being an entire back and forth of Victoria F. Going back into her insecurities. I don't even know what her issue is anymore at this point. I don't know either. She's she has Peter calls them walls. Um, to me, it's like her playing the yo-yo game, and I actually feel like she has these emotions. If she doesn't, I I put a question mark at the end of that because, but she's like crying with the producer at the night portion. Yeah, you know she goes off on her own and she's not talking to him. She just is actually feeling bad. But I also would pull some of that bull. <laughs> but do you, I don't know. I feel like it's genuine. I do think I, for all, the most part it is genuine. Okay, two things. I feel like it's genuine and she doesn't know what she wants, which sucks. But also the biggest red flag for Peter ever. Huge red flag. You already had the Chase Rice thing happen. Now she's playing yo-yo with you and yeah hi not, not sure how to feel about this whole situation and the fact that she's hot and has been talking you know 
to him for a few weeks, I guess, means that he's just like totally smitten with her. I just, I don't know. I I do trust that it is somewhat genuine, but I also think that um, she's smart and it could be a game because I mean, you see, we talked know, about it before. Pete no, can't deal with right. crying. Right. And so if she's upset and she's just like, you know yeah. what? I just really like you, but I don't know what's happening and blah, blah, blah. He's going to keep her because he's weak. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the person that uh, if you're weak, you're going to keep around and yeah. just continue to let suck the life out of Master you. Master manipulator. Totally um, canceled from my life. Yeah. Um, been okay. through it before. I've been taken by this before, Pete. And I, you, can, so and you can't do it. Abort yeah. mesh. Could never do it again. Um, now we have... So I'm glad he did this. So he makes mckenna and tammy basically go on a mini it's not a two-on-one but it sort of is a two-on-one or like a therapy a group therapy session <laughs> that's basically before the rose was. ceremony wait so basically after this there's only six girls left right yeah after this after this, after this episode yeah. yeah um there hasn't been a two-on-one yet which i thought along the way would happen between like maybe alaya and victoria p yeah that's maybe interesting tammy and someone else there was just so many situations that they never really did it because this doesn't count as a two-on-one. No, this couldn't count as a two-on-one. And honestly, okay, it was probably 30 minutes, 45 minutes, something like that. No, it was probably 30 minutes of the episode, which is the normal amount a two-on-one would take up. Mm-hmm. It was so boring to me. It was really boring because it basically it was like um, Peter talking to McKenna, her telling her side of the story, and then Tammy talking to Peter and telling her side of the story. And Tammy was like, you know, she's worried about hashtags and building her brand. And, um, you know, she packed her bags before the group date because she was so insecure. And, um, you know, Peter called McKenna out about it. And mm-hmm. McKenna said, you know, she's twisting my words and this and that. And I, I, don't disagree with Tammy and the stuff that she's saying, but after everything that she has done, well, I'm just like over it. Tammy's not wrong, but she also is making everything that's not a big deal the biggest deal. Yeah, like and all and all. The, okay, the the most mess apart to me that Tammy says is at the end of her little bit that she says she goes, "I'm just here for you. I promise you, this is meant to be." And then she like they do a cutaway, and she goes, "I will fight to the death." And she walks in over to McKenna before McKenna starts talking to him. And Tammy's uh, just here throws, to play a game. Throws a bomb in. Yeah. And again, this comes back to she's here to win. This is like survivor to her. This isn't The Bachelor. It's not about her building a relationship with Pete, even though she just said, I promise you, this is meant to be. She hasn't taken the time to even talk to this guy yet. No, because all she's been doing is ratting out other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I heard what you said. Right. Okay. So one of my favorite parts that um, I thought I'm not defending Tammy, but I there she did one really good clap back. There's a bunch of funny. Yeah, there's a really good clap back when she was. um, McKenna said, you know, you're just trying to be the villain on the show. And um, Tammy's like, I'm not worried about that. But you are Mm -hmm. like, that's something you would think about. That was which (laughs) true. You know what? I know. But you know what that reminded me of? That was such a Chad thing to say. Yo, that I like the second that she got into this stuff, I started comparing it to Tammy Chad. is Chad energy. I know. And Big we never, Chad energy. We never say his name on the show, but this is exactly the connection I made. And I I cannot stand that Bad guy. Chad energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Actually, uh, douchebag Chad energy. Facts, facts, facts. Um, 
But so at the end of this, this mini two-on-one or whatever, Peter ends up sending Tammy home, which I expected. Me too. He's like, McKenna, I, I heard you and I believe you. Tammy, can I walk you out? Tammy tries to drop another little bomb in his brain. I really hope you're making the right choice. I would hate for this experience to be robbed from you. LOL. Like, <laughs> come on, This girl. is her last little chance to just get in that. Yeah, to um, drop a bomb into the as head. As much yeah. as I can do to ruin this whole thing. Um, so McKenna is on her high horse right now, hyping herself up. I am strong and I am worth it and crying. And, um, you know, it gets to the rose ceremony. Yeah, this whole. And they, damn, he sends her ass home. They have a whole cocktail party and it's honestly like not even worth it. What's the point though? What's the no. point of keeping McKenna around just to send well, her Well, McKenna home? said that. I don't know. I that was I, shady of Peter. I felt bad for her, but also she that was. was I feel like yeah, she was. That was a move. I think that was a move. Everybody had seen all of the facial movements that McKenna's been making, and they wanted her to have a big reaction. They yeah. thought she was going to be like ball. They thought they were going to get a "Don't cry for me, Argentina" moment with McKenna in the car, like they got from me. And, and she they seemed didn't. super chill about. I mean, yeah. she made that one frowny face at the at like when her name was called, funny. which was hilarious. <laughs> but. Other than that, it was um, very, she's like, thank you. Like, no, I'm so happy we met, blah, blah, blah. And she seemed chill about it. There was no other. But I am truly shook that he sent her and he sent Sydney home as well. But I'm, I'm surprised that he sent McKenna home. Why didn't he just send her home in right then and there? And be like, you know what? Both of you bitches get the fuck out. How did you feel at the last rose when it was Kelly, Sydney, and McKenna? I think I knew McKenna was going home, but I thought it was going to be Sydney. I thought he'd give Sydney the rose. I thought so too. Why it, didn't he give Sydney the rose? I don't know. It really confused me. They me keep, too. Both Kelly and Sydney went on the on the dates this week, right? On Monday, two days ago. Uh, it just felt weird to me. It felt weird. Yeah. I, I, who do you who should have gone home in um, in her place? I'm trying to think. McKenna and um, maybe I mean I wish I would see more Natasha I feel like she's okay maybe that's what it is maybe she should have gone home I feel like Natasha's basically been his, his therapist throughout this that's true because even during this um, during this little cocktail party she walks up and she's like how do you feel about this I need yeah. a bit of a reassurance she's 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 too adult for him. Yeah, she's adult. And she also, she's checking in on him, which none of I these know. girls have checked in on. Nobody asked how Nobody Peter's does. feeling. <laughs> That's why Pete's like, I need somebody who yeah, cares about yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, she does deserve to be there. I'll say that. And yeah. she also seems like I would love to hang out with her. She seems cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I was talking to Sarah, who was on uh, the show. and Is Sarah your new boyfriend? Like, is that? Yeah. Don't talk to Stillman. I was talking to my boyfriend, Sarah. So I my boyfriend, Sarah. And, but she was telling me how fun Natasha was and like how great she it. is around the house and how, yeah. So I would, no wonder she stayed around so long, but damn, I really think that was kind of twisted for him to send McKenna home at the rose ceremony after he just kept <laughs> her for 30 more seconds. Yeah. But, um, I guess we're at that time now. We're at the time. Are you, you ready? Know that, you know what I saw that annoyed me, but also made me laugh? Because they gave us a five-star rating. What? They, they gave us a five-star rating saying, 
please don't let Derek sing anything anymore. Not the skinny pop song. Ew. Not anything. <laughs> we about to sing. So like, let's go. So All right, here we go. Now it's time for something sweet, salty, and cheesy. It's the Skinny Pop Moments of the Bachelor Week. Before we start, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Skinny Pop Popcorn. It's gluten-free popcorn with super delicious crunchy kernels that come in flavors like butter, cheddar, and you can snack without compromise. You can find Skinny Pop products at shop.skinnypop.com or retailers nationwide. And don't forget, sign up for Bachelor Fantasy by Betches in partnership with Skinny Pop. Okay. (laughs) And don't forget to sign up for Bachelor Fantasy by Betches in partnership with Skinny Pop. Register now at bachelorfantasy.betches.com. That's bachelorfantasy.betches.com. All right. Let's go right into this. Um, Sweet moment. Uh, I didn't really think there were that many sweet moments, but... There weren't. But in my opinion, the sweetest moment was the fact that Kelsey went to talk to Peter and he didn't send her home. (laughs) That is, I mean. That's a groundbreaking moment. I'm truly, I can't remember the last time when somebody has shown up at a bachelor or bachelorette's doorstep to talk to them outside of normal hours. Not if it's something. Office hours. (laughs) Office hours and not not, been sent home. It's not usually something like this. Usually um, when it has to do with some sort of issue, they immediately go home. There was one, I don't know, it was probably like five seasons ago or so where they, it was just to like see them and make out. I think Nick Vile did this with Andy. I don't know. Ew, he would. It, It doesn't matter. Um, my sweet moment was uh, Pete. Of course, again, this is Pete's a contestant. He's not the bachelor. Yeah. Pete <laughs> has lost complete control of this entire situation. My, my sweet moment was uh, Pete coming to Madison with the lines. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that the was one really... short break. I'm so annoyed that we don't see more of her. Um, we gave her shit early on, but she's actually been like a really nice reprieve from everything. It, she is a nice break to from Always. everything. Always. Because she's long, positive. There's no yeah. crying from her. I mean, there's probably no crying because she doesn't have anything to cry about. Like she has a picture of Pete's family <laughs> and herself hanging up in her uh, room. So. I like them together. I want them to end up. This is this is my pick. I think I think Madison's my pick too. She's the least she's the least drama, but Okay, salty moment. Uh, um, I was going to say... The whole f- four of the five hours. Right. I was going to say uh, Tammy getting sent home after like talking really big game. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to go with Victoria P. and, oh. her, and getting sent home. <laughs> right? Get, can someone get me a cab? Can I get a cab? I like this I better. Think, I, I think like I've this said better. that so many times <laughs> in random situations, which was so relatable, but so salty. I love it. You're so right. That's the biggest. That transition. is that is the salty moment. Um, cheesy. You want to start us off? I don't really have a cheesy moment. Okay, my cheesy moment was. Uh, I know you think that this was real and whatever, but I think Hannah Ann crying um, on the date with Peter. I can accept that. Um, I just don't. I just. I am struggling to find that genuine. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Like. This the the problem with me finding a cheesy moment is not about. Uh, this is just about the show. The whole thing is is totally one extreme or the other. There's yeah. no middle ground. This the the whole five hours this week had no middle ground. Um, I'm still gonna say that I think that was real with Hannah Ann. So I know, I know. I'm just not gonna have a cheesy moment this week. 
Thanks again to our sponsor, Skinny Pop Popcorn. Find Skinny Pop products at shop.skinnypop.com or retailers nationwide. And register now at... (coughs) And register now... Wow. Sorry. And register... And register now for Bachelor Fantasy by Betches in partnership with Skinny Pop at bachelorfantasy.betches.com. All right. And now we're going to close this out with our cringe Harrison moment of the week. Uh, do you have one? Yes. Uh, my cringe Harrison moment of the week was the moment that Tammy uh, went in on McKenna because she'd already picked one target in Kelsey. And the second that she moved to a, to another person, you knew that that was just the end of her you going like one-to-one things. If you have an issue with one person, mm-hmm. that's kind of understandable. Cause then I think we all go, Oh, well maybe there's some things that we didn't see. Yeah. But now that you start being the problem maker, yeah. Amongst all these people fighting with everyone. Yeah. The second that she started going in on McKenna and McKenna's like, she's not, she's not causing problems. She's just sad. Annoying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just you straight up annoying. Be annoyed by somebody. That's fine. But don't go to that person and go, Hey, you're annoying. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Telling right. somebody that they're annoying is a really crappy thing to do. And it made me, every time that she would go in on McKenna, I felt like I was watching a like a like just a truck run over the, like some little tiny clown car. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and it just so made true. Me, and every time I was just like, not the right target. Ugh. All right. So my cringe Harrison moment have, has to be... Um, the weird bathing suit cover-ups ah. that the editors did. That was so bizarre. I can never unsee that. Wasn't that three weeks ago? I forgot about that already. I know. It seems like it was a million years <laughs> ago. I can't believe... I mean, we've been recording for like 8,000 years, but that was definitely my cringe Harrison moment. So now that it's 2 a.m. So now that it's 2 a.m. and um, we are bachelored out, make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe. Um, we're going to pick a winner every week. Put your... Uh, Instagram handle at the bottom of your review so we can contact you Um, and follow us on Instagram at the bachelor and Twitter at bachelor pod. We will see you guys next week, hopefully for a normal week of the show, which I think it is. Thank God. Thank God. This is too much bachelor. Too much bachelor. You know what? It makes sense during paradise. There's so many different um, like relationships that it doesn't feel as crazy to watch Mm -hmm. four or five hours, but because it was just one bachelor, this felt like, I An eternity. Like it, I feel like it was three weeks of yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was getting confusing. So, anyway. all right, guys. We will see you next week and talk to you later. Bye. Bye. The Bachelor Podcast is hosted by Kay Brown and Derek Pate. Our editor is Mike Coscarelli. Our podcast managers are Sean Kilby and Mike Coscarelli. Social media by Kay Brown. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at The Bachelor on Instagram and at BachelorPod on Twitter. Batches.